0: Tired of toxic, boring, or dead-end relationships? Feeling lonely or clueless when it comes to love? Need a fresh perspective? Well, you've found it. This is Romancipation, a podcast that challenges conventional ideas about sex, love, dating, and mating. Hosts Marley and Lise offer candid and provocative advice about what it takes to find the partner you deserve.
1: It's time to rethink your approach to your love life. Take charge and get romancipated. Today's topic, keeping score will make everyone a loser. Well, not in sports. (laughs) Okay, well, sometimes I guess a romantic relationship almost is like a sport. It kind of is. It's an interesting topic for me because I'm guilty of this. I absolutely, I think it's a very common experience. Absolutely, I
0: think everybody keeps score.
1: Yeah. In their head, at least. Not always verbally, but like. Oh, no, I verbalize the score. (laughs) And it's interesting because it is something that I have repeatedly tried to stop doing. It's a tough one. It is. I try to be very conscious of it because I think that keeping score really is detrimental to a relationship. I think that it makes you look at every interaction differently. It colors it. Of course. When you're trying to keep score. Well, because it snowballs. It's not always about the one thing you were keeping score about. All of a sudden
0: it becomes about, all of the other things that are tacked onto that. Absolutely.
1: So this is interesting because I keep score for all the bad things, but I also keep score for all the good things. Okay, well, see, you've got a balance. And I like that. So it's interesting because I use that to sort of balance it out, mm-hmm. like you said, in my head. But I also recognize if I'm trying to keep score, I am not experiencing the positive in the moment. Absolutely. I think that right? that's, it's, yes, a, it's I, such a great point. I have a tally and I shouldn't be tallying. And so I want to tell our listeners, because this is something I'm trying to practice myself. Yep. When you keep score, you really do end up being on the losing end. Because the fact is, we've discussed this in past episodes, there's always going to be one point where your partner kind of has the upper hand for whatever reason. There's going to be times where they make the right decision and you make the wrong decision. Rare was in like, my really? particular relationship, but it <laughs> happens every once in a happen. while. And I think that for a lot of people, they want their partner to acknowledge when they've done something good, something selfless, something thoughtful.
0: I think that hit the nail on the head right there. I mean, I think that everybody keeps score. You just do. I think that in the back of your head, whether it's about how many times somebody's unloaded the dishwasher versus how many times somebody's taken out the garbage versus whatever it is, like you've got this like tally in the back of your head. But again, it all comes down to your perception of the responsibility. And while your partner may take out the garbage because that's their perceived duty and you typically wash the dishes. It's how you're communicating that you need support on what it is that you're festering about. I mean, because if you're not communicating and you're not putting it on the table in an appropriate way, you're only keeping score in your head and your partner has no idea that what they're doing or not
1: doing is irritating you. See, it's funny because it's never in my head. I verbalize it. Oh, see, I fester in my head. I I verbalize it. It's actually probably healthier to verbalize it, then let it fester. Sometimes I think it is. Sometimes I think it isn't. Because I know that every time I let my husband get away with something, so to speak. Or what you're perceiving is getting away I'm with something. Or what I'm perceiving yeah. mm-hmm. as getting away with something. Yeah. There's a little bit of me that thinks, okay, well, then this means now I can get away with something. Okay. And I don't think that's a good thing. I don't think that's a healthy thing. It's like a one for one. Yeah. Marley an eye won. for an eye. It's Marley's Hammurabi's coat, right? (laughs) No. And I don't think that's a per se healthy way of doing things. I think instead of thinking about it in a framework of, well, you just got to do that. Then I should get to do something. I think it should be looked more from the perspective of when you do something like that, how it makes me feel or Mm -hmm. vice versa when I'm doing something and how it makes you feel. And I think that What you want to do is you want to minimize the behaviors that makes your partner feel wronged or Mm -hmm. feel resentment. And you want to maximize the behaviors that elicit the feelings of love, respect, commonality, trust, intimacy. And so I do think that's really important because also you do easily lose track. If you're trying to, keep score, you do lose track. It almost feels artificial in a sense.
0: No, I see where you're coming from. And I think there's also a point of keeping score that somebody's got to prove their rightness, right? I know that's probably not the right word, but like you have to be right or like correct in the situation. Yeah. So somebody's got to be the loser. That's right. right. Like if you're the winner, somebody's got to be the loser. And it is very unhealthy to kind of roll like that. And listen, I think that when you're in a really healthy relationship and partnership, you're wanting your partner to understand your needs. But that takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of communication and it takes a lot of openness to kind of address those certain things. I mean, you can put any situation out there. And as we're talking through some of these things, like it's coming to my head when my husband goes on a trip with his guy friends. I'm like, ding, ding. Now I have yep. to go with my girlfriends or I'm going to take this trip because I've been really wanting to do it. But then sometimes I sit back and I'm just like, but then where's our trip together? You know what I mean? Because exactly. I'm constantly trying to figure out, well, how am I going to then go with my college girlfriends or my high school girlfriends? But where does that leave us together
1: as a couple? And that is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. When you do that sort of keeping score, you end up missing out on that teamwork aspect. Yes. Right? As yes. a couple. And I think you gave the perfect example. When you're so focused on, oh, he got to do this or she got to do that or... I'm the one who had to wake up with the sick child or he's the one who got to sleep in extra. It starts to build this you versus me mentality. Yes. And how do we make sure that we're both on equal footing when instead it should be we are working together as a team and a team is only as strong as its weakest link. So... While I certainly don't think one person should be the one who always gets to go on the trips or with their friends, or one person should always be the one that gets up in the middle of the night with a sick child, I do think that if each partner recognizes what the other brings to the table Mm -hmm. and they play to their strengths and they support one another and they work together, I think it just reinforces all of those foundational concepts of a relationship. Great examples, all of those. I will say, because I think this is a common one, when people are really hurt, something like infidelity mm. or misspending, two very damaging things to a relationship, I think there's a huge temptation to try and get back at your partner in attempt to even the score and to make you feel like you somehow have gotten some sort of power or satisfaction. That there's somehow amends being made. I do not recommend doing that. If somebody has cheated on you and it has devastated you, you are not going to help the relationship if you try to devastate them back. Instead, you need to try and take a step back because you and I both agree, if your partner cheats on you, that's a them problem. Yeah, It's not a you problem. You need to take a step back. You need to recognize that's a them problem. Don't make it a you problem. Mm -hmm. Instead, think about what the next steps are for you to right your ship. And if you want them still as a first mate on your ship, then you guys are going to have to do some serious soul searching and have a lot of discussions. But the fact is, you getting back at them is just going to increase the negative aspects and energy of your relationship. It is not going to write anything because we always remember how we made the other person feel. That's and right. And nobody ever's going to take responsibility and be like, oh, well, I did it first. Humans aren't wired that way. They always remember what you did to them and they always think that what they did to you is not as bad. Right. Well, I mean, it's just a resentment
0: builder right there. That's right. Like everything it, that it you is. just mentioned, it's not, As though you're fixing the current problem, you're building on that current problem and escalating it to whatever the next level is. And you can't possibly have a solid, healthy relationship. Well, yeah, it's
1: very counterproductive. I think it's very counterproductive to try and even the score, so to speak. I do think, though, that if you're seeing repeated pattern
0: Mm -hmm. of
1: your partner getting to always go on the boys' trips, never Involved in housework or childcare. If you guys happen to have children, always being the one that gets sort of the relaxation time versus the one who always has to take on the in-laws, whatever it might be that you feel is some type of burden that is in the relationship. If it is repeatedly unfair and you see this very consistent imbalance of power, that should signal something important to you that this is more than keeping score. This is. You're not a team. And
0: that's such a great point. And, you know, I love that we're kind of bringing in, like, the team and the scorekeeper because I think it kind of all goes Well, because you're an athlete. Because so I like, I like that all stuff. that stuff. But I was going to say, you know, I mean, relationships really are about compromise. And nobody is going to get what they want all of the time in a yes. relationship. But I will say that I think that we all deserve
1: to have our needs heard and valued by our partner. I agree with that. And if you do have children in the relationship, mm-hmm. boy, do they observe this type of behavior. And when they see their parents keeping score, it becomes something they use then in their relationships. Right. And I have seen this. I have seen my children keep score Mm -hmm. against each each other. other. That's Mm -hmm. right. Because they've seen me and their father do it to each other. So I am telling you from personal experience, children, they absorb it and they start practicing that behavior. And you don't want that. It's an unhealthy behavior. And then I look like a total hypocrite when I say to my kids, "Stop keeping score." Then I think to myself, "Ugh, they just watched me." You know, <laughs> life isn't a competition. Yeah, that go way, at their right? dad. That's right. for something that I felt was unfair. It is important to really be aware of what you're doing. I think it's a very natural thing for us to do. I think everybody does it. I do think everybody does it, whether, whether they want to admit to it or a not. Thing. Yes, exactly. I agree, but I think it's. Very important to acknowledge it to your partner because again, we all do it. And I think that if you validate the person say, listen, you know what? I was keeping score and it's unfair. I shouldn't be doing that. Instead, I should be focusing on the positive things that you do. And I hope you focus on the positive things that I do. And if there's something negative that I'm doing or something negative you're doing, we need to communicate to each other and we need to let each other know how it's making us feel. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to listen and hear your partner. You, yeah. And you can't. Great advice. You can't say that their feelings are invalid. That and that's some, it. Yeah. Yeah. That somehow, again, it's keeping score. Feel like, well, that hurt my feelings more than if I did the same thing to you. Right. So it doesn't matter which direction, whether you're the scorekeeper or somebody's keeping score on you. The important thing is to recognize it is never a healthy behavior in a relationship. And it is something that you need to reframe Mm -hmm. in your relationship. If you are going to keep score, which I do think is probably going to continue to happen in my relationship. (laughs) I do try to reframe it in a way of like, let's keep score together as a unit. Exactly. As a partnership. How are we? knocking it out of the park. I love it. It's venting time with Marley and Lise. It's that time when Lise and I get to vent our frustrations over commonly experienced issues in romantic relationships. Today's topic, when my partner does not remember things, dates, or details that I deem as important. All right. Well, I would love to take this
0: one. Please do. All right. I don't know, maybe they forget things as a way of not dealing with the anxiety or pressure to perform. Oh. Maybe it's just not as important to them. (laughs) Yep. Since you don't remember anything, you avoid conflict. Oh. You deflect heat, and you're always innocent. Oh, that's good. (laughs) Maybe you're trying to get your partner to expect less from you, and therefore you have fewer relational burdens. (laughs) Oh. Over time, it feels arrogant, lazy, and just not loving. It really does. Like when somebody constantly doesn't remember things. And I think that your partner probably resents you or sees you as a grown-up child who can't or won't take ownership of the relationship. Yes. Right? When you can't even take on those little things like remembering something that's important to somebody else, it does speak volumes.
1: Oh, my goodness. Those are great. I love those. Okay. Okay. I understand that not everybody has a mind for details, but I do think it's important to make note of dates, preferences, or life details that are important to your partner. If you keep forgetting everything, it makes the partner feel as though they don't have any significance in your life. Yes. Expecting your partner to always remember things for you, like your mother's oh birthday. Oh my gosh, yes. Or something significant yes. in your life. It's unfair burden that you put onto your partner. That's right. To not return the favor signals a power imbalance in the relationship. Mm-hmm. People should not enter into the relationship with the expectation that another person is going to pick up the slack for them. If you didn't keep track of important details in your life before the current relationship that you're in, how did you function? Was it a parent (laughs) or another person that took care of those things for you? If so, you need to grow up and take personal responsibility. If they remember details or dates that are important to them, but not to you, They are practicing a double standard that should not be tolerated. Good point. Right? Like they remember their mother's birthday, but not their mother-in-law's birthday. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're clear about what dates or details are important, they have little excuse. However, if you expect them to see details or dates in the same way as you do, but without ever discussing it with them, you're being unfair and your expectations are unrealistic for your partner. you're right. For many people, dates hold a great amount of importance and sentimental value. If their partner does not remember or appreciate these defining moments, it can create feelings of hurt, misunderstandings, and resentment. Mm -hmm. It takes very little effort to stay on top of dates and important details. Every one of us has a phone and there are multiple apps that keep track of just about everything if you need the extra assistance. When you help the person you love, celebrate the meaningful memories or just like acknowledge things, it really demonstrates how much you appreciate them yes. as a person and as a partner. That's right. Minimal effort for maximum reward. I am such a believer in yes. that. I think that when you remember details, it really reflects well on the relationship, especially with a romantic relationship. Because just think about it, if you've met a person once or twice, but they remember details of the conversation you had with them, you instantly hold them in a higher regard. It makes you feel special. That's right. They made you feel special and you look at them in a better way. So wouldn't you want that of your partner? Absolutely. It's called the calendar, people. That's right. Lisa and I want to thank you so much for joining us this week. To view the complete show notes and a recap of today's podcast, or to learn more about us, visit www.Romancipation.com. Before you go... Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive notifications of new episodes right when they're released. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you're enjoying the podcast, please let us know by leaving a five-star review on Apple or a five-star rating on Spotify. Reviews let Apple know that great listeners like you enjoy our show, and that helps us expand our audience. Thanks again, and stay Romancipated.